Welcome to the Grace Happens Here podcast. I'm Pastor Michael Diner. You know, a number of years ago when Lou Holtz was at the University of Arkansas, he was taking his team to play in a bowl game in Tempe, Arizona. And the game was a, a Christmas Day bowl game. And he was asked how he felt about playing a game on Christmas Day rather than being with his family. And the coach answered this way. He said, I would rather be in Tempe. After all, once you've been to church on Christmas Eve, had Christmas dinner, and opened all the presents, Christmas is the most boring day of the year. Is it possible to lose the spirit of Christmas that quickly? It may seem like uh, all the glitz and, and glamour of Christmas is over, all the presents have all been opened, the good food may be gone. Maybe there's a little bit of a letdown. For a lot of the world, Christmas is over for another year. Or is it? You know, the great prophet Isaiah, the evangelist of the Old Testament, peers into the future. And he brings us the good news of the gospel. And with it, he brings us this wonderful word, that rather than a letdown after all the Christmas festivities, Christ's arrival lets us celebrate Christmas every day. Isaiah 61, 10 and 11 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. You recognize that reading? You might because that was a portion of our Old Testament reading just a few weeks ago. The difference, though, is that then we were looking forward to Christmas. Now we're looking past and maybe feeling a little bit of a Christmas letdown. But listen again to Isaiah. He says, I will greatly rejoice. I shall exalt. There, the, the, in Isaiah, the bridegroom is just getting himself decked out for the big day. The bride is just putting on her jewels. The wedding is coming up. Even the earth itself, the garden, is sprouting with anticipation. Everyone can hardly wait. That's the way we felt a few weeks ago when we heard these words for the first time. So anxiously awaiting Christmas and, and looking forward to celebrating the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then this the last couple of days, we've been celebrating Christmas. And on Christmas Day, we sang joy to the world. But as we look around, has anything about the world really changed? Or is it all back to the, sin, the sinful, depressing, disappointing way it was before Christmas? Well, hear once more the inspired words of Isaiah. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. Do you hear that? This isn't just a Advent Christmas coming up next text. This is a Sunday after Christmas text too. Now that Christ has come, God has done something. He has clothed us with the garments of salvation. 
He has covered us with the robe of Jesus' righteousness. And because that has happened, now we will rejoice. The party's just starting. So really, there's no Christmas letdown. Christ's arrival lets us celebrate. It's Christmas today and every day. And the celebration really couldn't start until now, until Christ came. As Paul writes, When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. When the fullness of time came, Jesus took our burden upon himself. He kept the law perfectly in our place. He took the punishment of our law-breaking, of our great sinfulness upon himself on the cross. We are blessed every day with the riches of Christ. The rich garments of Christ's forgiveness are delivered to us in his word and sacrament. When we fess up to our mess-ups, when we repent and and turn away from, from our sinfulness, from those harsh words, from that bickering, from our betraying of our loved ones, from our carrying of grudges, all that sinful stuff that we do over and over again, we realize that we are, again, every day, washed clean. Washed clean in the bloody cross of the babe of Bethlehem. When we feel the letdown of debts that won't go away, of work and routine and life that we wish would just change in in some way, we are also reminded that Emmanuel came to be God with us. Not just on Christmas, but every single day. Simeon, we'll see him in our gospel text tomorrow in worship. He waited his entire life for Christmas. And in, in, our, in our gospel lesson tomorrow from Luke 2, we, we see that he, he finally gets to see the Savior. It's the moment that Simeon has been anticipating for years. He takes the Christ child in his arms And certainly, there's no letdown for him. He says, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace. His eyes had seen the very salvation that he'd been waiting for, the salvation that all the world needed, that you need and I need. We know that Jesus became flesh, that he lived and he died for you and me. By faith, we also know where to find our Savior. We know that we find him in word and sacrament. Guided by the Spirit, then we go to where our Savior is found, where he is present with forgiveness and life. And we hear the word, we trust in the baptismal promises that have been given to us. And we receive Christ's body and blood. It's no wonder then in worship after we receive the Lord's Supper that we sing the psalm that Simeon first sang. Because the Savior is just as body and blood present with you and me in worship as he was with Simeon when he held him in his arms. And so certainly with that news we can realize there is no Christmas letdown for we get to celebrate Christmas every single day. And so with that... Merry Christmas.